had cooking classes to show them, you know, how easy it is to make these simple things. And like you say, one apple, add in, make your apples organic, make your fruit organic, add fruit to your diet. I mean, there's just so many basic steps that people don't do. And there's some other very good complex uh, health advice that I can give and do give when I'm working with people. But again, just a step, just add more water, eat an apple a day. Um, it's again, a good way to get started. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people around the world in so many extraordinary ways. Well, you know what's coming up. We got ourselves the Heal the World Live. And today we're going to be talking about the first pillar of HealTheWorldLive.org to get signed up. And uh, that first pillar is food and nutrition. And we have got some amazing speakers that are going to be joining us on that day that we go all the way down the rabbit hole and give you all of the insights of the latest research. Some of the research goes back thousands of years. Some of it's even a little newer than that, but we're really gonna help people understand their bodies, understand how our bodies work with food and, and how the food really is our medicine and the building blocks for living a great health. Today, we got my mom, Janet Van Gaylord on, as well as Dan the man. And we're going to talk a little bit about the food and nutrition pillar. And uh, I know my mom has written books, and uh, I will defer to her to get started on talking about just how important is food and nutrition to living a healthy, happy life. Take it away. You betcha. Another great morning here. Uh, so, Food and nutrition are huge, complex areas that I could talk on for hours. And so I'm just trying to summarize some of the highlights and basically focused on the problems that people come in presenting with uh, significant health issues. And so the first, one of the major steps to getting healthy is you have to go back and see what you're putting into your body. And is what you're putting into your body something that makes it better or worse. And many people just don't get any kind of in-depth uh, nutrition. And then some of the nutrition that's taught isn't always you know, in-depth enough to give people a good sense of their day-to-day -day diets. And our food pyramid isn't much help anyway. Uh, I personally don't agree with the food pyramid and some of the things that they've added to it. So anyway, if you have any kind of health issues, or especially if you're raising children uh, as babies, and if you have a child like with autism or something serious, uh, to me, one of the most basic steps is to switch to an organic diet. Uh, starting at the very basics, our bodies have never dealt with the pharmaceuticals and the chemicals and the neurotoxins and the carcinogens, like in Roundup and phosphate. Our bodies just really aren't set up to deal with those. And often when our body doesn't recognize or doesn't know what to do with something, it's unfamiliar, they literally create fat cells and put it in there. And so a lot of us carry extra weight just because of things our body can't break down enough to actually flush out of the system. And that's beside the harm that many of those things can can do. And you hear lately about some lawsuits against like Roundup or, but 
it's still everywhere in everything we eat here unless you eat organic. And so I remind people every bite you eat that isn't organic, you are taking in herbicides and pesticides and heavy metals and the neurotoxic chemicals in there and the carcinogens. Uh, in other words, it's causing uh, cancer. And all, in terms of like our focus on autism, when we started the business, uh, Roundup literally passes the blood-brain barrier and can therefore damage um, neurons in, in our brain. So it's just incredibly hard to actually get super healthy from any kind of major disease in your body, including cancer or any neurological disease, um, such as you know seizures or autism or uh, Alzheimer's, MS, all kinds of diseases that are neurological. And so it's very important to, uh, again, avoid just avoid organic. And at this point, almost every store around has plenty of organic options. I know one of the talking points of the chemical industry is that organic is too expensive or it's just for wealthy people. And I've raised all my kids on it. And you just like any good shopper, you buy things that are on sale, you look for, you know, basics and order them in bulk, things like that. But truly, my average grocery bill was no more than like $10 more to buy organic foods than it was to buy the non-organic food. So do not please let that be a stopping point in going organic. And so I could talk forever about that, but it's just so critical. And especially if you've got any kind of health problem and especially any kind of neurological problem, it's just critical to be organic. And the organic, by the way, also extends to things like our beauty supplies, things that we rub on our face that literally get into our skin. Um, our things like sunscreen, we've been hearing a lot more about how sunscreen is actually a carcinogen. And then take it the step further in terms of like they make clothing now that's organic and especially bedding that you're in every night if it still has been processed with all the chemicals. Uh, they use that glyphosate for things like spraying things when it's harvested, before it's harvested, and so when it's transported. So uh, just be very, very careful. In clothing especially, so many of our clothes come from other countries. In fact, I think the majority of our clothing comes from like China or something. And to able to transport it, they have to spray it again with Roundup and things. So uh, just be very careful. We've gotten kind of complacent or just unaware of how harmful all these non-organic things are. So again, to do your research, and that's a great place to start. Um, and then one of my other next pillars or whatever of health is basically our disease states all start with digestion. If your food is not fully digested, so it's you know, small enough in the right forms, like breaking proteins into the amino acids that our bodies can absorb, uh, then we start building up problems because our body is not getting, say, nutrition in your brain. And pretty soon problems increase and increase from there. And your body will let you know that because that's when you get a disease state, when you're not being able to digest things. And so one of the big things there is just be careful of if you're if you're healthy, I say eat whatever you want. But if you've got illness, especially severe illness, uh, then you need to look at food that is not hard to digest and uh, also food that has high nutritional content. And so we're so used to it. It's so easy to grab a bag of potato chips or run through McDonald's or have some have some pop or something. And when you're sick, you just can't not keep being unaware and not doing that. So one of the most important things to do with a severe illness is juicing. And juicing is basically you put your fruits and vegetables in a couple different kinds of juicers. You put it in there and it comes out. The fiber's gone. It's now considered pre-digested. So you just have to swallow it and your body immediately knows uh, how to use it. It goes right where it needs to go in the body. 
And juicing, by the way, is different from smoothies, which have become super popular. Um, and so smoothies is where you throw many things you have into a blender. So the fiber all stays there. Everything is still there. It's just whipped up and easier to drink. So the juicing is literally just actually where just juice comes out, it's separated. And again, too, it's really important when you're juicing, again, to get organic fruits and vegetables so you're not concentrating uh, the negative chemicals into the drink that you're doing. Uh, and so again, too, these are all like full day courses or whatever on uh, eating healthy. And then specifically related to autism, I like to point out, too, that for instance, our enzymes are made in our pancreas. And if we don't have a healthy enough pancreas, then we aren't getting the right enzymes too. We need to break down everything. And when you're eating hard to digest foods, you're lose, using a lot of the enzymes. And if our enzymes all have to go to digestion, the enzymes then aren't available for repair. And if there's not enough enzymes, or again too, if our amino acids aren't broken down enough, our brain can't even use them. I mean, our body is very complex and very intelligent and spent however long we've been on earth to develop a finely tuned, balanced working system. And we've kind of undone a lot of that benefit, kind of like climate change, uh, just by thoughtlessly thinking our technology or our man-made products are better. So our bodies are also suffering their own climate change or trying to deal with what we're putting in it, trying to figure out how to use it and trying to stay healthy in spite of what we, uh, what we put in there. Um, I'll just cover one more area. Again, so just important organic juicing, uh, easy to digest foods. And then realistically, to get healthy, you really have to go plant-based. And I know vegan and plant-based become like political terms or just all kinds of weird things thrown on about it. It's just when you're eating plant-based foods, again, too, they're easier to digest. They're more nutritious. Um, our, just by looking at our teeth, you can tell that we don't have tiger teeth to be eating lots and lots of meat. And then meats and cheeses and dairy and things are again, very hard to digest. Um, they're very mucus producing. Uh, they increase inflammation. Uh, there's just not a lot of good things to say about them if, so in moderation, whatever that means. So not too much of it is fine if you're healthy, but whenever you're not healthy, again, go to that very basic, uh, just a plant-based diet. And I've been doing that since uh, too many decades to mention. It used to be very, very difficult. But now just in the store at Target, I order my groceries from Target and I get a wide range of plant-based foods. So there's not the excuses we used to have that it's too hard to find it or it takes too much time to cook. Uh, I saw even McDonald's is adding, has added vegan burgers. And I mean, the word is out that people want plant-based foods. So again, to just in summary, if you can just go ahead and get your organic food in there, uh, get in some juicing and limit those hard to digest uh, fruits and vegetables. Uh, you've made a huge improvement toward uh, your health. So that's just a quick overview of some of the very basics of eating a healthy diet for your health and especially if you're suffering from ill health. Great stuff. Um, and again, how did you how did you learn all this information? What uh, what what qualifications do you have? Uh, one thing too, I was uh, just always interested in that. My mom was kind of an herbalist and we were kind of holistic growing up. And so I picked up that aspect always. And then I worked as a holistic um, health coach or holistic person for many years. But I also have studied and got certifications. Like my last one was at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York City. And at the time I did my last certification there at least 10 years ago, already 50,000 people had gone through that school. So it's a very well-respected school. And so that 
integrative nutrition certification uh, also went in depth to everything and related to diet. And then I'm also a researcher, so I spent my life doing research and, you know, our PubMed published research and diet and nutrition have always been very obvious to me that they're critical for health. And I think we've mentioned before that my husband had cancer and was given three months to live with tumors and I did help him and he got better. He lived another 23 years after that. And a lot of that was too, I did, believe me, I was doing intensive studying. Uh, and I've had several issues like that in my family with health issues that led me to even more and more intensive studying. So beyond any kind of like school training or whatever, a lot of it's been experience. And then, so I've worked with people with health now for several decades also. And so again, too, it's just always been one of my passions uh, because it just seems so obvious to me, even as a child, <laughs> that what you ate was important. Um, so those are basically it. Um, and then it, working with uh, the CBDA, working with the hemp in the last few years, too, I spend a lot of my time just focused on researching disease states and researching solutions and researching dietary uh, benefits. And then the other one is just working with the people I've worked with for the last 30 years with health issues. Uh, you just learn over and over the things that work. And so the most of my, what I talk about now is the things I've learned through practice, things that work, I see work and I see success with, and then back it up with research. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, and I know we'll have some more books coming out. And so stay tuned to get your hands on those um, coming from her. And we're we'll, uh, going to co-write a book or two as well. So uh, great stuff. Another thing on the food and nutrition pillar I wanted to touch on is um, uh, you know, some, you know, there, we all have these, you know, ways of talking ourselves out of, you know, a, a certain thing or, or what we should do or shouldn't do. And, you know, for example, like, oh my God, organic food is so expensive or, uh, it's so hard to find or whatever the, the, the excuse is that the, the rationalization is Chris Rock said he was uh, a stand up comedian and he, it's, you know, he obviously <laughs> He goes a little blue and a little R-rated, but basically it's like, you think you can give up one thing, you know, think about the, the hardest thing that you could possibly think about giving up for one day. And then he goes, you think that's hard. Think about giving up rationalization for one day. And so uh, one of the rationalizations with organic food is that it's just too expensive. Well, here's the thing. You can grow your own garden. And so, you know, so many of us is in our ancestries. I mean, come on, it doesn't how many generations back did we go one two generations and that's how everybody ate was what you grew um you know living off the land and so uh you know there's various there's great stores uh we have one that just opened up here in ventura um that we're looking to support local businesses and if you don't have uh you know uh, the perfect garden spot you can always get some grow bags um uh, for like ten dollars or five dollars or a pot whatever it is or you can build a little garden and, you know, just get some fresh organic, you know, uh, dirt and and get some fresh organic seeds and, and grow all the things that you love to grow. And you'll have access to it uh, throughout the, you know, throughout the season. And, you know, obviously you can pickle it or you can um, figure out ways to freeze it and store it. But first things we always recommend and we certainly teach people how to grow gardens and whether it's growing hemp or growing tomatoes or cucumbers or green peppers or lettuce, um, not to mention getting your hands in that good, fresh, clean dirt is so, you know, just good for the soul. Uh, not to mention that you're getting all of those, you know, where your food is coming from, you know, how it was raised, you know, how it 
was grown and you don't have to have any pesticides or or what's that miracle grow stuff or whatever you know you can just give it some good clean water and some sunshine in many cases and they do have organic um, supplements and things like that that you can feed uh, fertilizer to your plants uh, i know one of the companies i use is g and b organics um, they have a very a really great product line that you can find at your local nursery so uh, another thing on the food and nutrition is to take control of your health is to grow your own garden. And that also gives you, you know, independence from, as we've all known in these past few years, these uh, supply chain issues that we've had and our reliance upon other countries. And, you know, we're not even getting into the carbon footprint for them to bring their, their food all the way over here. Uh, but uh, again, we are very big proponents of growing your own garden. And uh, we do have courses and we do help out with that as well. So if that's something you're interested in, please do uh, reach back. And before I had one more thing left to cover, uh, but before I go into that, I wanted to welcome Dan uh, to the Miracle Plant podcast and check in, see how he's doing, see if he had any comments or questions. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah, I was just listening when both, both you and Janet were talking and a lot of people like this is a gigantic mountain to climb, like changing their whole lifestyle and, but they know they need to do it. It's just, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it when I'm going to, there's eventually going to be a day where I'm going to do this. And when you talk about organic foods, I mean, it's an additional 10 cents to buy organic bananas or (laughs) there's not a big difference in price. But it's a slow process. This is a destination. This is not a destination. This is a journey, and it has and it st- and it starts with one step. So tomorrow, when you go to the grocery store, just instead of getting the one, ban- decide to buy bananas that are organic, and start looking at like whole foods, like just foods with one ingredient. That <laughs> and if you can start adding those into your diets, then. Before you know it, you, you, you build some momentum, and then the next step is not so hard. You don't have to do it all at once. It's just to, tomorrow I'm going to make a, it's going to be a little bit better than it was today, and the next day is going to be just a little bit better than it was the day before. And that's how it, that's how it starts, and before you know it, you're, you're, you're having, your diet has completely changed to more of a healthy, a healthy approach of a whole food diet, and more plants and 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 I, th- so many people have made this transition. It's just that it scares people when you throw out. Oh my gosh, I got to grow my own garden. I got to do this. I got to do this. Forget it. I'll do that later. If you say, hey, next time you're at the grocery store, just buy a couple organic things. And then the next time you're there, just start buying like whole foods. Right. I totally agree with that, Dan. When I was doing one individual health coaching, uh, which I found incredibly frustrating, was just like you say. I would ask people, could you eat? When I asked them, for instance, what fruit and vegetables they eat, I would hear like, oh, that there's lettuce on my McDonald's burger. And what do you drink? We drink Coke. I mean, so not even water. And so I would ask them, well, could you get one organic apple a day? And that would be their goal for the whole week to the next meeting. And you can't believe how, many, how hard that was. Um, or even look at something, how about adding a glass of water a day? And so we are so enmeshed in our foods that we eat and a lot of it's habit and our emotional attachment, but also many of the foods that are produced or manufactured are highly addictive uh, in terms of the sugar content and MSG and different things. And 
I remember I got addicted myself briefly to eating Burger King breakfast. It makes me ill to think about it now, but they're so addictive. You just like, I couldn't wait for that hot, greasy meal. And so again, too, it's, it's harder than we think because we, many of the foods out there, especially fast foods and processed foods are very addictive. So I understand. And that's one reason too, I quit the health coaching individually as a career. And actually I transitioned into the, into what we're doing with CBD is because Justin always says you help the people that are swimming towards you. Well, the people who that call in now looking for CBD usually have significant health issues. Many of them do. And so they're open and they're ready to listen. But many people I was working with, I wanted to lose some weight or just smaller goals. Their, their why was not big enough at all to institute them to make changes. And so I totally agree with you, Dan. I, yeah, I just, I say, try one thing. I would take them to grocery stores and I'd point out the things and I'd, we had cooking classes to show them, you know, how easy it is to make these simple things. But anyway, but yeah, you're right. It just, if people just start and like you say, one apple, add in, make your apples organic, make your fruit organic, add fruit to your diet. I mean, there's just so many basic steps that people don't do. And there's some other very good complex uh, health advice that I can give and do give when I'm working with people. But again, just a step, just add more water, eat an apple a day. Um, it's again a good way to get started. And you know, other things that we can do uh, that are that are simple um, is is have a food journal, and you know that food journal can just be your notes on your on your smartphone, and you just write down everything that you consume for five days, and check back in, and and look at it. Part of that helps make you accountable. Uh, and part of it is I think you'd be surprised. Uh, I've done that mo- many times with different um, softwares. Uh, one of them that I liked uh, recently was Noom, uh, N-O-O-M. It's an app on your phone that uh, you have a food journal and it actually has all the calories of all the foods you can imagine already loaded in. And so you can kind of, you can do the calorie counting thing if that works for you. Uh, but they also talks about the psychology of are um, the, the emotional eating and things of that nature. Uh, so check it out. Uh, I, I enjoyed it um, and uh, learned a lot from it. So it was definitely uh, good for me. And, and, and all of this that we're talking about, you know, these, these food addictions and these processed sugars and, and what have you, uh, is the reason why we made the product Trimex. Um, Trimex was, was a product that was not on our horizon. You know, we uh, as many of us know, we, we created this oil to, to heal my son uh, from a severe neurological ailment that no one else really knew what to do. And, um, and then people kept finding us when they heard the story. And so as they found us, it was very, very clear that autoimmune diseases, uh, pain, um, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, neuropathy, all of those things, um, we were having such great success with uh, this whole plant, cold pressed oil. And um, so that's when we made the product Alleviate X, which is a, has a little organic infusion of white willow bark along with the whole plant cold pressed hemp high in CBDA. And so that was, you know, that's literally how we make products, right? <laughs> so we just started making products because people kept swimming towards us, telling us what their problem was. And if enough people swim towards us, telling us what their problem is, and it's abundantly clear that our products help so much, then we made a product for them, specifically for them. And the same thing's true with Trimex. Uh, this was a problem that, as I've said many times, the average American put on 
25 pounds since March of 2020, since all of the shelter in place and the no going to the gyms and the exercise and all these kinds of things, you know, our, our routines uh, were, were definitely broken. And so we created the Trimex to help with those, those sugar, to break the pattern of those sugar addictions and those sugar cravings. And there are, there are such emotional things that are attached to it. So we have to get control of it uh, as a country. Uh, and, and in the world too. I mean, we'll start here in our own backyard, but we just and we're, we're we're that's why we're putting on this heal the world live is we have access to products and information that you're just not hearing anywhere else. And we we're, we're figuring out ways to get people to 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 take this information and, and to and apply it and live it in their lives. So the last thing that I wanted to add uh, before we wrap up for final comments is that, uh, you know, we've had Dr. William Courtney on a whole bunch of times, and uh, he was the one that coined the phrase, uh, you know, hemp should be a dietary essential. Uh, And if you ate hemp every day, you wouldn't have to use it as medicine, hemp slash cannabis, whatever you want to call it. And so, uh, again, I think it's just such an important part, and uh, we're definitely going to get William Courtney on the healtheworldlive.org. Go sign up there. Um, Whether he's live or recorded, we'll see. He's a little tricky to get on the phone, but we're definitely going to uh, have his his research and his brilliance brought in about the food and nutrition of the whole plant cannabis slash hemp. So uh, that's all we have for today. This is all we're talking about. And, you know, we've given you just a preview of what you can expect of uh, pillar one food and nutrition of the five pillars of holistic, healthy living. And you can check out that and get your tickets and get signed up. It's January 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right in the middle of January 2022 when everyone starts to slide on their New Year's resolution. Uh, so <laughs> resolution. So uh, be sure to go check that out. Any final comments before we call it a I just want to emphasize again just how critical um, our eating patterns and diets and things are. And like I briefly said earlier, we're all aware of climate change and all these un- horrible things nobody imagined happening to the climate, many of them that are, appear almost irreversible. Well, the same thing is happening in our bodies. And we see it in terms, like you say, the obesity crisis, where over a third of Americans are clinically obese, which is not just a little bit chubby, but you know, really obese. And we see it, too, with the huge increase in diseases that we see um, and cancers and, and the pandemic and things like that. Uh, we are just not eating correctly and our bodies are showing us that our life expectancy is no longer zooming upward like we used to be so proud of. Our fertility rates are dropping. For instance, they dropped last year by 38%. Um, and so all these basic things that allow us to survive as humans um, are being attacked and we just aren't thinking about it or not enough people are aware of it to realize we're totally in a crisis and it's almost the same thing, a tipping point with our body health it is a tipping point with our climate health. And so we, we again, too, when we see people improve with diets and adding in the CBDA for all the issues that it deals with, we see there is hope, but it's so hard to get that information out. And so that's, again, part of our mission to heal the world, to have this conference. And so I so am hoping people come and just learn in a very nice, friendly way uh, how they can uh, do better with their health. You got it. Well, at the end of every show, did you have something to say, Dean? I was just going to say that I think that the momentum that we will be generated during Heal the World Live is really helpful, especially for people that are 
struggling to get that get started when you have a lot of other people and you're kind of in this 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 environment where everybody is positive everybody's all point pulling in the same direction that's another huge benefit of having of, of having this three-day event and i i, I really think that's going to have help a lot of people get this get their lives their health back on track you bet and that's like one of my favorite things that i always say is when people will, will, will make one change in it and because the oil helps so much with pain and anxiety and sleep that that change just like unlocks their, you know, it opens their eyes, like taking the red pill at the matrix or Alice in Wonderland. They're like, well, what else can I take? What else can I do? And then that's when they start looking at, you know, their diet and water and other things of that nature. So yeah, we look forward to continue to, to teach. I know that this information is new to a lot of people. And, um, you know, that's, it's not for us to hold on to. We want people to uh, take back control of their health. That's the whole point of putting this on. And uh, we really look forward to um, empowering more people to take back control of their own health and then teach their loved ones to take back control and be in charge of your own health. So uh, that's one of the, the, the main reasons why we're putting this on. So before we end the podcast, like we do every time, we're going to unmute our mics and say, heal the world. And we're going to do it live now, but you're probably going to be listening to it on a recording in the future. But uh, feel free to join us at home, wherever you're listening, driving, working out, hopefully getting in your at least 20 minutes of cardio every day. On the count of three, we're going to say heal the world because that's what we're doing here. Healing the world, one podcast at a time, one family at a time, one, one conversation at a time, one product at a time, one smile at a time. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. One, two, three. Heal, heal the world. world. Woohoo! joining the miracle plan podcast we'll be back next week saturday at 10 a.m on clubhouse specific time we'll be talking about health holistic happy living pillar number two you'll have to tune in to listen thanks for joining us in the miracle plan podcast and we'll see you next week thanks for listening to today's show To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.